Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Nebraska Public Media Sports brings you live coverage of the NSAA High School Baseball Championships from Werner Park in Omaha on Friday, May 17th. Catch the Class C game at noon Central, Class B game at 3.30 p.m. Central, and Class A at 7 p.m. Central on Nebraska Public Media. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. You're listening to Hurt at Sports Radio. Welcome back to Hurt at Sports Radio. I'm Robbie Lula. Andrew Rogers here with me. Uh, We're brought to you by Warhorse Sportsbook and Casino. Warhorse Sportsbook, the best place in Nebraska to place your sports bets. You can do it at the casino in Lincoln or at Horseman's Park here in Omaha. They've got straight bets, parlays, props, live in-game bets. You can bet on nearly every major sporting event. And you can download the Warhorse Casino app to build your bet and then go to either the casino or Horseman's Park to place that bet in person. You can also get the full list of details and house rules on that app as well or go to warhorsecasino.com slash sportsbook. Warhorse Casino knows Warhorse Casino Sportsbook, no bets, no glory. Uh, we are joined now on that Warhorse Sportsbook hotline by Bill Wagner. He covers Navy sports for the Capital Gazette. Bill, how are you this morning? Doing great. Good to be with you all. Bill, we're having a uh, a bit of a debate this morning over Christmas <laughs> movies. Do you have a favorite Christmas movie? Oh goodness gracious! I always loved The Grinch. Which one? I'll say which one though. There's so many. Uh, uh my favorite now is uh, with um, oh god, I'm going brain dead. The, the comedian job, Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey, the live one. See, that's my favorite, too. I like that one as well, Bill. Good choice. Um, we won't put you on the spot with any more Christmas questions. <laughs> Christmas hot takes. Um, but They're already coming after me. <laughs> yeah. that's The, the barbarians are at the gate, Bill. Going Army Navy week. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wanted to start uh, just, you know, there's obviously a lot of um, I don't know if pageantry is the right word, but there's a lot that goes on coming up to the game other than just the football game, a lot of other activities and things like that. What is your favorite part about this week and everything leading up to the game? Well, just uh, it, it's a two-week process, really, when you think about it, because uh, they always, both teams always have at least two weeks to prepare. In this instance, Army has three weeks, mm-hmm. but... The hype builds and builds and builds, and there's so much tradition. Like here in Annapolis, they every 
year. There's the Army-Navy cocktail party that the local touchdown club of Annapolis holds on Wednesday night, and they have the Navy athletic director and the head coach there. And then there's the Army-Navy pep rally on campus with a big bonfire. So it's just so many events, and then you get to the game, and it's it's a, a spectacle from start to finish with the brigade of midshipmen and the Corps of Cadet march on, and then you know the uh, flyovers of both Army and Navy uh, air, air type you know, aircraft. So it's just so many things, and it's 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 the same stuff every year, but it never gets old. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I couldn't I couldn't agree more with that take. It's something that uh, I look forward to each and every Army Navy weekend. Now, in terms of the game itself, Bill, uh, the midshipmen hold the all-time edge in the series, but aren't the favorites to win it this time around? We know this game will be run heavy, but. Were you shocked to see that the line was at three points and not closer to a pick 'em? Well, that line has moved because I believe it opened it right around two points or a little more. Um, I think this is all goes back to how both teams fared against Air Force. Mm. Army, they, they played that game in Denver at the uh, Broncos at NFL Stadium, but Army beat Air Force fairly handily in what would be considered a home game for Air Force. And then uh, at Navy, you know, Navy hosted Air Force and did not fare well, and Air Force won that game fairly convincingly. So the combined results against the common opponent, I think, are what most betters and the odds makers are looking at. Uh, Bill, I'm curious, kind of going back a year uh, Navy made the decision to move on from Ken Niamatololo, who had been there for a really long time, been really successful there, then hit a rough patch for a few years um, toward the end of his tenure. Um, just from being on the ground there, kind of in that situation, what sort of went into that decision? Because he kind of became synonymous with Navy football, at least in you know, kind of the 21st century. What went into the decision to decide to move on from him as he struggled the last few years? Well, obviously, that's been a very controversial topic ever since. Sure, yeah. Time last year, there are a lot of people who don't believe that Ken Niamatololo should have been let go. That he's the all-time winningest coach in Navy football history. He's done so many great things, and they've been through a rough patch. But many felt he deserved the opportunity to turn things around. Um, but, you know, I guess the other way to look at it is they'd had five losing seasons in the span of six. Uh, 2019 was the outlier. They went 11-2, and two, captured the Commander-in-Chief Trophy and upset Kansas State in the uh, Liberty Bowl. But that was because quarterback Mal- Malcolm Perry, who ended up playing in the NFL, he ran, was like Superman that year and rushed for over 2,000 yards and mm-hmm. was a big play, a touchdown, breakaway touchdown run waiting to happen. So take that away, and the offense, the triple option offense of which Kendi Amatololo is known, had really stumbled and, and, and sputtered, and they had not performed well offensively for four of the five seasons previously. So, And then losing to Army and Navy. The record against the two service academy rivals was not good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bill, where Navy has the edge uh, this year over Army is their run defense. Who are some of 
the big names that make them special in that department? The Navy defense you're talking yep, about? Yep, the Navy defense. Navy's run defense is really good. Oh, their front seven fantastic. Uh, and it starts up front. Their defensive line has been outstanding. Donald Biscuit Berniard, the nose guard, is a very unsung guy. He has a four-year starter but never made American All-American Athletic Conference honors. Clay Cromwell, the defensive tackle, and Jacob Reed, the, uh, the defensive end, have been outstanding. And then the inside linebackers, Will Harbour and Colin Ramos, have both been excellent. Uh, Bill, as we kind of look at this particular game, you mentioned that result that Army had against Air Force, their biggest win of the year against a very good Air Force team. Both teams come into this game at five and six and looking for bowl eligibility. How much does that add to an already intense rivalry? Well, neither of them are going to a bowl, obviously, you know. Mm -hmm. Right. Bowls have already selected, but being bowl eligible, Having 500 records means a lot. More than anything, being able to say that you beat Army or you beat Navy means a ton in recruiting when these two institutions go at each other in terms of finding talent. There are so many players on both rosters where the only Division One schools that recruited them were Army and Navy and sometimes Air Force as well. But the service academies buy for the same talent pool, and it is absolutely crucial to be able to walk into a recruit's home and say, we beat Army, and we're on the rise, we're the service academy, you want to come to play for us because we're the ones that win. So uh, to me, that's more crucial than you know, bowl eligibility or 500 records. Mm-hmm. It's the recruiting aspect, which is absolutely the most important. Bill, this weekend's all about the tradition, as you kind of opened up with, uh, but it's also a a heavy weekend in terms of just creating memories. In in terms of uh, the memories you've created over your time covering this game and and this team, um, what would you say has kind of been your top moment of of covering the Army-Navy game? Oh, boy, that's a tough one. I think I've covered somewhere around 30 games. I didn't used to be the Navy beat writer, but I was at the newspaper, and I would write a sidebar or a notes column or some sort of uh, you know additional story at the game. So I did about six or seven games as the backup writer, and I've been the lead writer ever since 2001. Uh, there's been a lot of memories. I there's a, it's impossible to pick any one game mm-hmm. because they're all so special in their own right. Um, but, you know, I guess maybe the first one, because, uh, well, is actually the second. The first one was not memorable. That was the year that Navy went winless. Coach Charlie Weatherby was fired uh, after the season. But my first game as a as the lead beat writer in which Navy won was uh, Paul Johnson's first season. And it had been a rough season. They finished 2-10. and ten, But the... Uh, Everything came together against Army, and they beat them 58-12. Craig Candido ran wild. So that game was very memorable. Bill, as we we have just about a minute left here with you, um, what in your mind are a couple of keys for Navy to come away with the victory on Saturday? they got to move the ball offensively. That's been the struggle all season. Have not been able to sustain drives and score points. They're going to have 
to put the offense together and and you know produce, which has just been a struggle. That was what happened against Air Force. They didn't they didn't score any points until the very end when it was the game was in, you know decided. So it's to me, it's all about the offense for Navy. Defense has proven it can get the job done. It'll hold Army to a reasonable number, but you've got to score some points. Bill Wagner covering uh, Navy football for the Capitol Gazette. Bill, we thank you so much for your time and uh, enjoy covering the game this weekend. Thanks so much, guys. Really, really appreciate it. Hey, thanks, Bill. That is Bill Wagner from the Capitol Gazette on the Warhorse Sportsbook Hotline. Really good stuff from Bill there. Uh, Want to remind you about Alumni Hall. If you're doing, we're doing Christmas movies. You got to do some Christmas shopping too. Yes, you do. And all the Husker fans on your list need to be looking. You need to be looking at Alumni Hall for them. Make Santa's life a little bit easier. Do some of the legwork and go to Alumni Hall. They've got all things, whether it's for him, for her, for the kids, or for the dog. Alumni Hall has you covered. Two great locations in Lincoln. One in downtown on P Street or in South Point Pavilion. Or if you're like me, do your shopping online mm-hmm. at alumnihall.com and get 20% off your Alumni Hall purchase with the code UNLHOLIDAY. All one word, no spaces, UNLHOLIDAY.